Yeah, this is Joey. Hi, Joey. It's Sean Patrick from WMGM Radio in Atlantic City. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing yourself? I'm good, man. Uh, I got to say, thanks for taking some time out of your day today to uh, to talk to me. Hey, no problem. Awesome. I'm, I'm here. We're touring the U.S., and we're, and we're just pleased to talk to people over here, making some new uh, connections and rebuilding our profile a bit, you know. That's awesome, man. You guys don't get over to the U.S. and tour very often, do you? No. Hopefully it'll be a bit more now. We have an American management, and we have some more interest from over here now. So, yeah, it, it looks good. And so hopefully we'll get back soon again. First off, congratulations. Great new record, War of Kings, in stores now. I listened to it last week. I actually just checked out a video they just sent me for uh, Days of Rock and Roll. Great sounding record, man. You guys got to be proud of it. We're very, very proud. And uh, we just take every record as a new adventure. And this time, we're trying to dig a little deeper, get that expression going. Because, you know, we're guys from Stockholm, Sweden, but we've done all these gigs and all these records, and we finally started to find a, a deeper expression with a bit of soul and a bit of emotion, a bit something that we it takes a lot of time. Some people have that for granted when they're born, but we had to work really hard at it to get to where we're at. And we worked with an American producer, Dave Cobb, and we uh, worked in a new studio, but we used it awful lot of old vintage gear to get that vibe going. So you uh, you mentioned uh, the band Rival Sons, as uh, I guess Dave Cobb worked with. I'm yeah. I'm falling in love with that band as we speak. I listen to them a lot right now, and your record sounds amazing. And uh, how did you discover the Rival Sons? It was just uh, by accident. I think it was a bass player. We usually listen to music backstage in, in our dressing room and talk, and that's where all the decisions are made and the soul of the band is brought forward. And I think it was John Levin, the bass player, who played uh, that song for us, and, and, and I just fell in love with the drum sound on, on Pressure and Time, that song. And I was like, can, can they actually, people handle this stuff? Can they record and produce this stuff these days? This is amazing. Who is this? It's Dave Cobb who's done it. And I think he did it in his first original studio or, or, or somewhere else than he is now. But anyway, he did a great job. And then it, it, a few years passed, and, and we weren't, we didn't listen to their Rival Sun's second album so much, the Head Down one. But when they came with Valkyrie, the last one, we, we were blown away again with Open My Eyes, that song, and, and mm-hmm. Electric Man. And we just we were on tour backstage in UK, and we said, let's call him. You know, let's take a chance. So our management checked checked him out and he said, well, this is funny. I used to be listening to Europe when I was younger. I used to play drums to the to Europe tracks. I'd love to produce you guys. So he came over to Stockholm and we did it there and, and we had two or three creative weeks with him. He's a musician. He's a visionary. He's, he's really good and he has an engineer with him to, to sort out everything. So, yeah, we're very, very... Going back to uh, the beginning, you guys started out... You guys started out, was it the late 70s, early 80s? Yeah, we did. Actually, we had a band called Force when we were very uh, sort of uh, young. I'm I met John Norman when he was 14. I, I was 15, and we started a band called Force, and then we became Europe, and we recorded our first album as Europe in 83. So it's like, uh, and then we did The Wings of Tomorrow in 84, Final Countdown in 85, 86, then Out of This World, 88, and then uh, Christmas in Paradise in 1991, and then we took a break to start again in 2004, and now we've done five new albums and a bunch of DVDs and stuff. Can you believe you're still doing it, that you guys are still together? You got the core of you together? Uh, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> Now we're very grateful and thankful. When you're younger, you got a bit of egos and stuff. You have your your uh, your arguments and things. And, and now we're looking at it. We've done it so long, and we we're actually doing well again and together. And you sort of um, you have to pinch yourself. You play with people you know since you were a teenager, and it's amazing. I discovered you. The final countdown blows up MTV. You're all over the radio. Yeah. I'm. At that point in time, 10, 11 years old. I had the cassette for the final countdown and uh, Out of This World that I played a lot back in the 
day. What was it like when that exploded? I mean, you were all over MTV, the final countdown, Rock the Night, Cherokee, Carrie's a huge hit. What was it like back in the 80s when everything's blowing up? It was a crazy time. I mean, as you know, it was the record companies uh, were very bloated. They had a lot of money. The business, MTV was there. Everything was exploding. In the, in the instrument side of things, we had all these new keyboards coming from Japan and America. You had all the effects. Digital effects started coming into play, digital recorders. It was a very affluent time, a lot of fun. Uh, and and uh, what can I say? We were one of the biggest bands on the planet for a while. We, we got to enjoy all that, what that entails. But I think what kept us on the ground was more the, uh, the feeling that we were musicians and we were starting to think about out of this world immediately and, and trying to keep our feet on the ground. And that's probably why we're still here. But, but that was a big circus, a lot of fun. You know, it was private jets, private helicopters, best <laughs> hotels around the world, touring everywhere. We got to tour UK, we got to tour US, which was our dreams when we were kids. I mean, we looked through it and, and we've done that bit. But the important thing when we started again was let's think long term. This was 2004. Let's, let's build it up again because we don't want another job. This is what we want to do. So we've done it slow. The rebuild has been so slow. And we're finally getting some reactions from UK and a little bit now in the US and around the world. And because we've done it a long way around, we've done it carefully, you know. Yeah. After Prisoners in Paradise in 91, you guys went on hiatus. Was it a breakup? I mean, what led to the split of Europe at that point in time? It was a few different things, but in general, I wanted to make a solo album. Myself, like we've, done, we've done 10 years. We were, coming, we were coming to the end of the 80s, and I realized there was a big change. I remember going up to the Black Rock, as we call it, CBS Records in, in New York, where we were signed to, and I realized there was Pearl Jam on the desk there. There was a different vibe in the room. They weren't as welcoming to us anymore. <laughs> it was kind of funky. But it was also personal thing. I thought, hey, let's let's educate ourselves and do some other music for a while. Let's play some other bands, but let's not break up officially. So that was probably a misconception. We actually took a break, and we didn't know how long for. Um, all through the break, we called each other, we met each other. I started calling John Norm. He was living in L.A., and we knew that one day we would get together. So Millennium Eve, we had a rehearsal for a big performance of Final Countdown just before 12 on Millennium Eve, and, and then we got together, and, and we just knew, okay, let's just, let's just finish our solo projects and, and and get on with it, and uh, and then 2004 start from the dark came, and and then we've been keeping going at it ever since. That's great. I wanted to bring up Start from the Dark. I had been in radio for a few years, going through a prize closet, and I found uh, Start from the Dark in there. And I said, yeah, well, let me check him out. I, I was listening to you guys back when I was younger. I want to tell you, man, I love that record. Probably for a good year, it was one of the uh, records that were constantly in rotation in my car with the CD player. I, I really like that record. I even go back to it still to this day. Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of raw as well. We came from a, a new place, uh, the darkness. We just started from nothing, and... and uh, it's got a great vibe to it. There's some good songs on there, too, but it's darker than a lot of other albums. But it was a good place to start for us because we knew that we were going to do it long term. So that was a, a raw diamond. It was a good place to start. Of course, you're going to be nearby. We've been promoting it for the last couple of weeks, the M3 Festival. It's the big 80s festival they do in Columbia, Maryland every year. I went to it last year. It's a good time. What can people expect from Europe's live show? Since you don't play in the U.S. as often as uh, a lot of these other bands, what can people expect when you hit the stage? Oh, man, we're excited to be here to, to, to here. We took a lot in the UK and now coming to the US, you know, one of the other major rock and roll countries. We want to bring the best, but 
we also know we haven't been there for a while, so we're going to hit people with some older stuff too, you know, stuff from Out of This World, Final Countdown, and maybe an older track from Wings of Tomorrow or something. But other than that, there'll be a few songs. We love playing Last Week at Eden, the title track of our, of one of our albums. We love playing Firebox. They, they're becoming new classics. And, of course, some War of Kings songs, four or five from War of Kings, uh, Bag of Bones. Uh, yeah, there'll be a mixture, but it'll be very explosive. But at the same time, it'll be a connection to the past. So people that don't know the new stuff will get invited to the new stuff by hearing some of the older hits. So we'll be mixing it up big time. I love talking to you right now because you've named every record you guys have done back from the 80s to now. I've talked to some artists. They can't remember what year it was out, what the name of the record. You know it all. Yeah, well, it's my life. My wife says I live my years, and I know my my timeline is with albums and years and studios. (laughs) I don't know if it's a good thing. Uh, Again, War of Kings in stores now. Everybody should go out and grab it. It's really, really good. Yes, it's Europe. You still have the the vibe of Europe, but it's updated, and it sounds great. I think it fits in with a lot of the uh, music you hear all the time right now, and I look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. I'm going to head down there, and it should be a fantastic time at the M3. Joey, thank Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'll see you at the M3 and other shows in the U.S. All right. Take care, man. Best of luck. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.